Welcome to the From the Stands podcast. We're back for another episode. Week three recap. Probably, I feel like I say this every week though, but I feel like it's getting crazier every week in college football, which I'm not surprised. That's kind of every year, but man, I feel like every time I come on here, I'm saying the same thing about it's kind of being crazy. So we got Jacob and Clint with us. Jacob, how's it going, brother? It's going good. No, I, I agree with you. That's, the, that's what makes college football the greatest sport in the world. It just keeps getting crazier every single week. Got more stuff to talk about. Hard to argue that. Clint, what's up, man? How was your weekend? It was good. I uh, got to watch a little bit of football. Um, like you said, a little bit of a weird week. Um, some of the top dogs not looking like top dogs. Obviously, we'll get into it. But before we get into that, man, you're always asking how we're doing. Buddy, how are you doing, man? <laughs> there you go. Thank you. Hey. <laughs> everyone asks, like, what was the things? Like, everyone asks, like, how's the mascot doing? Like, no one asks, like, how I'm doing or something like that. <laughs> Whatever that thing is. Oh, man. Yeah. No, I'm doing good, man. I, uh, this is something I always look forward to every week. So, uh, I'm doing good, ready to, ready to rock all things considered, because I'm not going to lie, a little frustrated yesterday, a little annoyed. Um, but that's how it goes, man. I'm, I'm used to it now. Callous. (laughs) That's life. (laughs) I'm ready for it. Oh man. Well, let's, let's get down to the slate of the top 25, uh, games of the weekend. Um, started off actually Thursday night with. 22 ranked Miami taking on Bethune Cookman. They won 48 7. So pretty easy. We'll move on for them. They, they came out as 53 point uh, <clears throat> favorite. So nothing really to touch on there. We'll get in right to it. The number one team in the country, the back to back national champs, Georgia Bulldogs, 330 kick, taking on South Carolina, man. Dude, I said this and I know, Clint, you kind of felt it too. Like I had that eerie feeling I had. I couldn't like explain it, but. And sure enough, man, first quarter, I was like, all right, like this is whatever mm-hmm. I felt was like coming to fruition. Uh, how were you like, and I was trying to like, I don't know if like karma is the right word of the, the football gods, but I was like trying to be hesitant of what I said or get too amped up because I'm like, you know, things could change quickly and I might be eating my words. Yeah. So I was trying to chill out and just enjoy the game. But man, we came out hot, man, started off good and went right down the field and scored and Obviously, it was a a bummer that Juice looked so good early on and caught that touchdown pass, and then obviously not able to go the rest of the way and probably out for a few weeks. How were you feeling like that first quarter? Did you kind of? I'm not surprised Georgia came back. I'm surprised how the second half went with us just not putting up any points. But how'd you kind of feel? Take me through your kind of that roller coaster of emotions. I know it's kind of a, a crazy game there for a minute. Yeah, I mean. <clears throat> Like you said, this isn't like super surprising that we lost, obviously. Um, we talked about what it would take to cover the spread. It would take uh, for the offensive line to kind of step up and improve from what they've been um, the past two weeks prior to this game. Um, and that, not just first quarter, the first half, man, I was, I was impressed that we, we held up enough for Spencer to make some plays. Um, we, we we tried some of uh, we I think we messaged this in the group chat. We we tried some of this bubble screen stuff. We it worked like once or twice, and then they started sniffing it out. And what I liked was that you know we made adjustments. We kind of went away from that. And we were trying to find something that worked. We really couldn't get much on the ground, uh, but still, first half offensive line did enough. Uh, considering you know the injuries and just how you know. We're not very deep at that position or that uh, group. So I, I was happy, man. And 
of course, what was it, 14-3 going into the half, I think? Yeah, um, 14-3, yeah. I, I was sitting there going, dude, is this, is this going to happen? Like, obviously, uh, I was excited. I was like, but then as halftime was like rolling through right before kickoff, I was like, dude, Georgia's just going to adjust. Like, this is what great teams do. We've talked about this before, right. halftime adjustments, and we're going to get tired. And that's that's exactly what happened. Our defense was gassed. I think one of the turning points momentum-wise was um, Georgia got the ball to half, obviously, and came right down the field, scored. Okay, yeah, they're going to score. And then they kicked it off, and we decided, I forget who was returning it, it caught was, it in uh, the end zone. It was Leggett. And tried to take it out. And not only did it, he only got to like the 15, and we had a holding call. So we were backed up pretty close to the end zone. We had like a three and out, I think. And then that's kind of where it changed. That that stadium got so loud, which you can expect. And uh, that's kind of when the, the tides turned. And <clears throat> from there, we couldn't really get a whole lot going. Defense was on the field a lot. Uh, but I'm not upset, man. I'm, I'm happy with someone no, at all. Yeah, we, we improved some, especially on the O-line. Spencer Rattler, gosh, dude, I, I, that's the only thing I feel bad about is that he is showing that he has a lot of heart. Um, you know, a lot of people were commenting on his character just throughout his career, just the way he left Oklahoma and all that stuff. Dude, that guy stuck in for so many plays where he was either very close to getting crushed or was getting crushed and was still making some high-level throws. Um, his jersey was absolutely filthy because he was just on the ground half the time. <clears throat> uh, so it sucks that we, we can't protect him a little bit better um, and really let him shine just a little bit more. But it, that, that's, that's the way it goes, man. I, it's... We didn't so, expect to really win, but sorry, yeah, not, yeah, we didn't expect to win much, but uh, it, it was nice to see that we did make some adjustments after the first two weeks of the season, kind of get some stuff going. That juice wells, that that sucks. Um, <clears throat> it really hurts when it, we we wanted Leggett and Juice Wells on the field at the same time. I feel like that right. kind of would have helped. I mean, we saw it in the first quarter when he took that that, that short pass and was able to navigate all the way to the end zone for the touchdown. So, but all in all, I'm not too upset about it. <laughs> yeah. That, that, that really does suck about juice. Wells cause he just hasn't been right. The first two games, he didn't play the first game, whatever the season. And just, you want to see a, a player that talented, just get on the field and just be healthy. Um, that he was a game changer. I think he was part of the reason why y'all were up just 14 to three at half. I mean, I think part of it was Georgia was just asleep. Like they they haven't had any quote real competition yet. Um, this was their first big game and seeing Carson Beck have to work through the progressions and stuff. I think that was what happened in the first half, but y'all, y'all came out swinging, um, punched him right in the mouth and Rattler looked amazing. I, I, I'm just amazed at his complete completion percentage in the first two games. And he went 16 for 18 in the first half. Um, and, but like I'm looking at his completion at the end of the game, he went 22 for 42. So like what actually happened yeah. in that second half? Because that mm -hmm. means he went six for like 24, I think, or something like that in the second half. What, what, uh, what happened? Was it well, just Georgia's adjustments or just. Yeah. What, what and, and Jason, you could talk about this too, but so we got to a point where he, the, the line wasn't holding up like it was in the first half. So he ended up having to scramble a lot. A lot of them was just, he was just barely making outside of the tackle box to throw it out yeah. out of bounds. Uh, so that was a lot of it. I mean, it was several of them. And then towards the very end, he, we were having to try to play hero ball and 
he was just trying to make plays and he, yeah, he had two picks, but it was at the very end when he's just trying to get something to happen. Um, so I, I think that's all that was. It wasn't like he was missing stuff. There, there was a play, I think it was in the third quarter when we had a chance to kind of stop their momentum. We were driving a little bit. It, dude, penalties. God, JC, I'll let you talk about penalties, but dude, they were destroying I mean, us and we were third and long yet again. It was like third and 15 and Spencer, dude, a guy came up the middle. And as he's getting smacked, he makes a throw. I think it was a Trey Knox, and it oh, was middle? beautiful. Yep, right up the middle on the numbers. And I get it; it was it was wet. It'd been raining, but you have to make that catch. And it was just a, a, another drop. And I'm not gonna say he was perfect. I, he missed a couple throws, but literally it was just a couple. That whole game, he he was the reason that game was that close. I mean, even with his legs, he extended some plays, got a couple first downs. Oh, yeah. So. Yeah, I wouldn't even even so much. I mean, his legs made a good. If you just watch the way he moves in the pocket, man, there's a few times where he, you know, right handed, so naturally going right, and the way he just like is like slides to the left to avoid pressure, and then he kind of would step up, man. That just like he's gonna be playing on Sundays at some point. I don't know how early somebody's gonna take him, but just the way his poise in the pocket, man, and moving around. But it, mm. it's funny you mentioned that, Clint, about the momentum swing because listen to Beamer's post game, he touched on that specific moment because. He said that him and Pete Limbo, the special teams coordinator, were pumped because they kicked it to the middle of the field. And I guess they had something they liked on film where if they kicked it in the middle of the field where they did, I guess they liked how it was set up or something. And then he said, then we had the penalty and we backed up and it was in their student section right there. So, of course, it gets mm. loud. It gets crazy. And yeah. then, yeah, like you said, we, we go three and out right there to, um, and, to, and give them the ball right back. I, I will say the offensive line holding up early didn't surprise me as much because I, they, they, they can't be any worse than North Carolina, right? And Georgia hasn't got pressure like like we talked about last week, knowing they're still a better D-line. But it was, to me, early on, it was the defensive line, man. They were they were disruptive. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they were running the ball on us, which I knew was going to be tough with the rain. Um, and they were definitely gashing us a couple times, you know, seven, eight yards. But then we'd pop him in the backfield or we'd, we'd get in Carson Beck's uh, face and um and make him make some because he hasn't had that yet he hasn't had to really face any pressure so the disruptiveness early on especially tj sanders man that dude balled out dude um, oh man that yeah, that's what good. excited me but yeah honestly i didn't realize i was just curious about spencer's uh completion like the his stats after the game and i looked at it, i was like damn 20 incompletions like it didn't feel like that like if you want like yeah i know the second half was rough but how he played it didn't feel like he yeah, had 20 incompletions no. like <laughs> Like you said, okay. the two picks at the end were just let's throw it up and make some plays. I'm getting rushed, like no biggie. But look, I I said in our group chat, I, I believe that probably any other quarterback right now. Like no offense to Luke Doty, like if we had Doty back there, we would not have no. been anywhere. In which game. he called another three passes. I saw that Dude, in Boston, early, which is funny. Early man, mm. he and he had to because uh, Marion Brown was out, so that hurts us. Um, but yeah, I mean, I hate to be like the. And this is not how I feel. And I, Beamer said the same thing. Like, there are no moral victories. Like, they're not. Like, they came in expecting to win. But as a fan, yeah, it does help that considering that everybody in the country was like, oh, they're going to give up 40 sacks and we're going to lose by 30. And we came out and showed that we're a good team and competed with the number one team. That there is something to be said for that, I guess. That's encouraging. Um, I think the rest of the schedule, there's, there's nine winnable games left. I don't think there's anyone on the schedule that I'm like, we're definitely going to lose to. Like, we can win every single game. Yeah, especially after this week. Yeah, I agree. So, now <clears> we're <throat> not going to win every game, but... Come on, did you see what Clemson did to the Owls? Come on. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, Al's didn't do didn't do too much. <laughs> but I will say, like, yeah, I see the 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 possession. Like Georgia had thirty seven minutes, y'all had twenty two. Like you said, Clint, the defense was just on the field the whole second half. Mm-hmm. Is what I'm getting. At. Y'all were just getting tired, and then y'all had eleven penalties for seventy three yards. I mean, oh, I, it's hard yeah. to. Yeah, that was the total. I it, see the the other. Uh, mo- there's another big momentum one was uh we had a third i think they were up 17 14 at this point maybe or maybe they had just scored but and it was 14 10 but we were in field goal range on their side oh of the, i know like, exactly what you're talking about and we took a sack and like he he tried to get out of it and a dude got his ankle and he and he got sacked put us out of field goal range like we would have like i said i think we would have tied the game at that point or went up 17 mm-hmm. 10 and that was a momentum killer and then we got to we got to punt the ball and man yep. that 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 really hurt um, that one wasn't much of like a crowd thing as it just was deflating from the opposite perspective. But yeah, mm-hmm. at the end, the procedural penalties, the false starts. Look, we started a true freshman at left tackle. That's uh, the last name is Bobale, but they call him Tree. He he started mm-hmm. at left tackle, played most of the game. And I think another true freshman played at right tackle a little bit. So, I mean, and, and they're good guys as a four-star recruit. Uh, one of the best offensive lines in line been in the country. And our recruiting classes have been pretty like, line heavy from both sides of the ball so that's encouraging like he's going to get some playing times and played well but yeah at the end of the day when at the end of the game when you feel like you have a chance to still win the game in the fourth quarter as bad as it was going i was like we still have a chance and all those penalties just added up man that that's why i was so frustrated like it wasn't like the first half was some crazy fluke and we shouldn't have been winning like we were we were the better team the first half easily yeah and i think that's what we were texting you like we, we were there like we had the chance it wasn't like like you said it wasn't fluky um right but credit to, to to Georgia, not to make this all about South Carolina. Georgia, you know, they made the adjustments that they were supposed to. Uh, do y'all do y'all think any less of them? I mean, I, I feel like all three games so far this season for Georgia, they've they, they've done this exact same thing where they start slow, even you right. know the the cupcakes that they had, and then they kind of just figure it out as the game goes. Do y'all think any less of them? Are they still number one in y'all's eyes, or what do you think? I think the gap of them being number one, like they have been in the past two years, is not the same gap that they are now. I still yeah. think they're you know worthy of the number one ranking, but yeah. they don't have Stetson Bennett. Carson Beck's look, like I said, been slow, but he doesn't run the ball either. Like Stetson Bennett, you would still worry about him scrambling and getting you know yeah. sixty yards a game. So they don't have that huge <clears throat> gap anymore. I mean, Jason, do you agree? No, I I think I agree with you one hundred percent. I still think they they deserve to be number one until somebody knocks them off. They still have one of the better rosters in the country, but this the defensive line is not the defensive line as what it was. Um, mm. They they still got some good receivers. Um, obviously, they have Brock Bowers and they use him in a, in a plethora Which of ways. But y'all did good to hold him to only what seven receptions for fifty some yards. Yeah, I like, mean, y'all he, did really good. Some, you can tell he's one of the best. Like some of the he had like two plays where he. Like it should have been like a five yard loss in the backfield, and he just ran around one guy, and another one he broke tackles. Um, so yeah, he he proved it. But no, I, I would agree with you one hundred percent. Like the gap is not what it was two years ago or even last year. I I still think they're number one until somebody knocks them off. But yeah, the gap isn't there. Which look, like you get that many guys drafted to the NFL, like of course, right. like that's gonna kind of be the thing. So exactly. But I I'm kind of curious as to what y'all think going forward like this you said you don't really see how i mean y'all y'all could definitely win the next nine games um but i really wonder is that a real possibility because y'all still i mean georgia's always done this to people but y'all still only ran for 53 yards this game 
Oh no, y'all no. haven't run and the ball only, for shit this right, year, right? And we only ran. I, I didn't say no. We're not going to win the next <laughs> nine games. I'm just saying they're no, all saying, winna- they're all winnable. Like there's yeah. there's nobody left on the schedule where I'm like, okay, that's a loss. Like chalk it up to a loss. Like I haven't seen an I haven't seen any team the rest of the schedule that I'm like I am worried about. Like again, we we might play like shit and lose and whatever. And there's teams that are that are that are going to beat us. We're not going to run the table. I get that. But yeah. as far as just like looking at it from out, like the look at the rest of the teams on the schedule, everyone at some point has struggled from Clemson to Florida to Tennessee to A&M right. to whoever else we got Kentucky. Like I'm not worried about anybody. Like, yeah, I, I'm not crazy. We're not going to win all nine. Right. No. And that's good to hear. I mean, doing this to Georgia, like I said, is still, that's positive news for Carolina for, for really the nation. Cause there is a chance this year, but I was, I guess I was meaning that question more as like, how does this running game get fixed? Y'all, y'all haven't ran the ball for shit this year. Can yeah. it be fixed? What's what's crazy about the stat you just said, the 53 yards, 35 was Spencer Rattler, and I don't think any of those yards were from a design QB run. That was him just <laughs> yeah. scrambling and making a crazy exactly. play with his leg. So that means y'all so, had eight design runs the whole game. And that like I think we need plan? I think we need to I think because we were throwing so well, like that we stuck with that, which is kind of what I said last week. I was like, okay, we're throwing the ball, just throw it, screw the run. But yeah, I think I think because we had the lead, it would have been nice to run the ball more. Mario Anderson looked good. He Mario Anderson looks more like a running back, or because he's a natural running back as opposed to like DK and stuff. But our our extension of the running game is those screen plays that we run, right? Which worked for half a quarter, and then they figured it out, obviously. But that's like when the run game is not going, they're just going to throw screens out the backfield, and that's going to be the extension of the run game. So if you want to look at that and say there's some other running plays, yeah, you can use that. That's not going to show up in the stat sheet. But I agree, man. We just got to get like did 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 Juju play? Like did I miss that? I just now that I'm thinking about the running backs, uh, I guess not. I don't see. He does any, not have a rushing. I don't remember attempt, seeing no. him, and I don't, I don't see any rushing attempts. Right. So, but yeah, no. It's just I think we just gotta. To me, man, and I think we talked about this before. Like when you want to get your O line going, like run the ball, right? Let them guys just like go full steam ahead and start cracking heads, and so that would hopefully get them going. But yeah I mean, we'll see how it goes i mean uh, again georgia i know we say their their line isn't quite as good as they defensively as as maybe last year but they're still giant dudes and it's right. just hard to get right. any kind of push on those guys so i think <clears throat> moving forward it well you'll see the running game do a little bit better you know from here on out generally speaking uh, so here's to open anyway yeah i agree um a lot of game left. That that's a good thing. I mean, you think about it too. We lost our number one running back to the transfer portal, but not an excuse. We also gained people, but just from last yeah. year does doesn't help. All right, let's let's move on, man. Um, this this will be quick. Michigan Bowling Green. Michigan won thirty one six. It was a slow start, but they ended up pulling that out. Um, I will say quickly. Michigan is zero three against the spread this year. Um, that, so that's three against the spread. They're three and zero. Hardball comes back. They're getting in a conference play. So we'll see who's actually uh, legit here in the field. Well, I mentioned that during our picks. I uh, I said I'll, I'll just let Michigan because I picked Michigan to cover it all three weeks, and I yep. told I was like that's I'll mainly why I had to bring it up on this pitch. Yeah, <laughs> it happens. It happens. Oh yeah. man, uh, a game uh, that went right down to the wire. Which you know I'm 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 all for chaos. So I was hoping they end up pulling it out. But Florida State played Boston College on Saturday. Florida State won thirty-one twenty-nine. Um, Boston College up early. Um, they they look physical. Um, they're playing pretty well. At one point, I, I didn't think Jordan Travis was going to come back. He like he hurt his hand or somebody. It didn't get stepped on, but something happened. He got sacked and 
he went out for a few plays and ended up coming back. But Boston College had a chance all the way at the end. I think they had a penalty, which um, ended up uh, giving Florida State a first down. They were able to end up running the clock out. But what did you guys think of that? I mean, I think I had picked Florida State to cover based on the fact that Clint said Boston College had barely beat Holy Cross. So that flipped my mind to like Florida State's going to cover big time. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> and, uh, no, oh, hey, dude, I know you're good. You said that. I'm like, oh, well, then absolutely. <laughs> So my yeah. thing is like I didn't and this is a failure on my part and I guess our part too but like nobody mentioned that this was their red bandana game. I know. I know. And I didn't know that and like they right. always play extremely well on that game um which is uh, we should have known about that but I mean yeah I actually watched most of this game because being a Clemson I want to watch FSU win especially when you get the notification hey they're about to they're is this an upset about to happen? Um BC shouldn't have been in this game, especially because of the number of penalties. You talked about penalties. 18 penalties. For 18 Boston penalties. College, yeah. That's a new record for, for their program. I don't know what the record is for the NCAA. I feel sure it's in the 20s or something. But, oh, um, I'm sure. I think Alabama had that many last week. <laughs> could have. Um, not, but yeah, for 131 not, not, yards. But that last penalty, like I said, was the one that broke the, the straw that broke the camel's back. Um a face mask that gave Florida State the first down. So, I mean, they, great teams, you know, even when they play bad, they still pull out a win somehow. And that's what Florida State did. Like you said, I did, Jordan Travis got his hand hurt. I mean, just kind of still stick in there and just kind of pull it out. I mean, pretty impressive. Yeah, I mean, that, <clears throat> I don't have much on that either. I did see that that stat on the 18 penalties. I was like, oh, my God, if that's cut in half, like this might be a little different game. But uh, right, I, I think it looks – no, I mean, it's still ugly. Like That should not have been a game. But I think it looked a little bit uglier, to, uh, the final score, just because Boston College scored a little bit late. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, like you said, I mean, like last year, Georgia went undefeated the whole year, but they, they had some close games, like Missouri or somebody that yeah, almost got them. Four-point um, game, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah, this it's ugly, and, and this 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 week as a whole, a lot of these top teams they did not look great. So <clears throat> good for them because they're not going to be singled out. But uh, yeah, hopefully whatever they had going on, I heard, also heard too. I don't know if y'all heard this. There was rumors that they had the flu going around the team. Um, Who Florida State? Yeah. So I did not I hear that. Know. I mean, that I don't know. If that def- played a factor. Uh, definitely would slow you down a little bit. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I mean, I'm glad they pull out the win. I that was one of the games I was least worried about as far as them covering and right. I was absolutely proven wrong yet again so uh, yeah but um, they pulled it out so good for them. I mean that's to me that's what happens when you get in conference play right like you guys for the most part like you've played these teams for multiple years and it's the teams you scout the most because that's who you play so kind of like you said with Georgia you know kept hitting a couple roadblocks last year in conference play mm-hmm. that's kind of what happens when you got these teams that are familiar with you um, you know regardless of coaching changes for the most part some of these schemes and game plans stay stay pretty similar so um let's move on to texas and wyoming this game was literally 10 to 10 up until what the last like seven minutes of the game and then i guess texas decided to like wake up or something and quinn ewers completed a pass uh for a touchdown and then i think they got a pick six and something else then all of a sudden it was 31 to 10 i'm like all right well this this does not indicate what actually happened this game i was not able to watch it because apparently like Longhorn Network, which is an affiliate of ESPN, I thought. Apparently, I still can't get so whatever. I, I, I couldn't even watch the damn game. Well, I heard that's um, the last uh, game on the Longhorn Network. That was the last one. Really? That's what that's I heard. Kind of really, yeah. Early in it, the yeah. Se- 
Clint's coming with all these weird stats, and I like hey, it. I'm, no, I'm glad because I was trying to watch the, the game. Flu? I'm like, yeah. It. So hopefully that's the last time you have to worry about that. Well, I've never really cared about watching a Texas game, but when you're losing to until now, now you're the fourth ranked team in the country, and you're about to lose to Wyoming. Like I'm tuning in. Like, yeah, exactly. Dude, I uh, almost took. Uh, so I saw. I think the I was going to bet Wyoming for the outright win. Uh, it was at like plus two thousand or something. I was like, dude, I might bet that. And I didn't. In the first part of that game, I was like, dude, I'm an idiot. I should have absolutely <laughs> bet. And then, obviously, as the game went on, I was like, okay, all right, I'm good. Uh, if you guys want to know, no surprise, all of my parlays failed again. <laughs> I bet they did. And Honestly, every week, you're like, you know what? I'm done. I'm done with these parlays. I, I and then <laughs> you're junky ass when you get to like Thursday, Friday. Dude, that's like, what, you know what? Was, This is my dude, weekend. Bro, this is my week. I didn't even think about it. I just logged in like Thursday night and just like put a bunch in. And I even did one without Carolina, but like Mississippi State covering screwed me. Other than that, I was good. South Carolina and Mississippi State is kind of what, what screwed me over. Hey, you, th- you keep throwing enough shit at the wall. Something's going to stick and you'll win your money back that you've already lost. So that's how it keeps working. Yeah. I, I'm, right now, I'm probably down like. Spoken like been, a like, true addict. like 20 bucks like per weekend. That's it. So I'm probably it's down like bad. 80 bucks. But you'll win maybe one parlay to win the $100 back in 10 weeks. And then you'll just. And, j- and just let you know when that parlay hits, everybody's going to know. That's right. <laughs> like, I finally won one, boys. Oh, man. All right. Well, moving on. Uh, the fifth ranked Trojans from Southern Cal. They had they're on a bye week this week. Um, so moving on from that, Ohio State played West Kentucky, sixty three to ten win. Marvin Harrison went off again. No surprise there. Uh, next game, Penn State and Illinois. Uh, kind of a not a slow start, but you know I was watching that game closely because the spread. Penn State ended up pulling it out, thirty to thirteen, covered that. What were they? Fourteen and a half. I think this week they were with the spread. Um, so they pulled it out, fourteen and a half. No surprise, like kind of what we talked about um, in the last one. Illinois is not what they were from last year with with the defensive coaches that are gone and and the players they've lost. So I, I kind of watched a little bit of that. I had that on like the grid on YouTube TV, and it was one of the games on. Um, but to me, not much there. No surprise, Penn State pulling it out. Yeah, Penn State. I mean, this one was kind of like an ugly game. Like I said, it was it was like a slow game just the whole time. If that makes any sense. Um, the, the, the final score doesn't really, I mean, it does, but it doesn't like, this wasn't close, but it was always like Illinois. If you make one big play, you, this is kind of interesting. So, right. I mean, just like Georgia had that against y'all, like everybody has their slow week, I guess, but, um, it, yeah, Penn state's still a top in my mind, a definitely a top 10 team. They, this, this game, this result shouldn't change your mind about them. No, no, no. I'm no, they covered I, to me 30 to 13, the conference game, like, that, that's yeah. fine. I, I'm not worried about them um, at all. I, honestly, like like I said in the preview, man, like it's a toss up between to me Penn State, Michigan, and Ohio State, especially the way the season's gone so far. Granted, yeah. Michigan hasn't played anybody, so hard to tell. But um, like Penn State goes out and beats Ohio State and Michigan, I'm not gonna sit here and be shocked at all. Did y'all did y'all notice like so? Of course, I'm you know my time difference here. I'm like seven hours ahead. So it's like getting late as most of these big games are starting. <clears throat> um, like the the noon and the three thirty slates or whatever. And do like half the games were in a uh a weather delay. And I was like, What in God's name yeah. is going on? Of course I'm like try I'm like trying to stay up a little bit to watch some of these games and half of them are in weather delays. I was about to rage just go to bed anyway. Uh I don't know if this was one of those games either. I, it just popped into my head. It was annoying. 
It um, definitely was like cloud. I think that was more of a East Coast thing because I know like Alabama down in Florida, playing South Florida, they had rain, and now we're getting it here in South Carolina. So I, I think it was just something kind of in the South. Yeah. Well, it was like four or five games. I, I would go to click on it and be like delayed. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then last week kind of was the same. So yep. who knows? I guess hurricane season and football yeah. decided to go hand in hand. Um. All right. Moving on. The eighth ranked uh, Washington. What What are they? Huskies? Yes. Huskies. I, I like I almost said Cougars. I guess Washington They were State. a playoff team like years ago. Who, who's their that? quarterback? I don't even know who their quarterback is. Who is their quarterback? <laughs> uh, oh, man. man. Uh, Jacob, turn around real quick. Lift your shirt up. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, dude, Patton is Heisman stats. Um, you know, this was kind of like, honestly, if I'm Washington, if I'm the AD, you got to send a letter out to the team saying, look, Michigan State's going through enough right now. We can't play Penix. We got to bench him because we don't want to just absolutely destroy this team. But they played him anyway. And I think he threw for 400 yards yet again. Um, and just went off 41 to seven, like dominating game. I'm not surprised. Michigan State has a litany of problems going on, um, mm-hmm. on their football team. Like that word. Um, and then their head coach is under investigation. So, <laughs> oh man, yeah, <clears throat> not surprised. Jacob, I will. I do want to ask you a question though. Yep. If he keeps this up, and Washington runs the table, uh, I guess they play USC this year. I was gonna say. Is he he's gonna win the Heisman or or what? That's gonna be a tough one, dude. Because the Heisman race, I think, is closer. Like it's it's a tighter race than who is actually number one in the country right now. Because Georgia, you can almost put, you know, they still like we talked about earlier. They still deserve to be number one, but there's no like number one team like there has been in years. Um, there's no number one Heisman guy right now either. Because honestly, you know how they always seem to give it to the best player on one of the better teams. If Washington right. can't get past you know get up into the top five Penix will be there maybe you know in the Heisman voting like maybe fifth or something but I mean if, if Texas goes on and, and gets up to like two or three or and Quinn Ewers still plays very well I mean I, I could see Ewers getting it right. before Penix Jr. would so it's it's up in the air but I think right now he leads a lot of you know him and Caleb Williams are right there leading a lot of statistics so I will say I think the only safe bet I can make is that I think he'll be sitting at the ceremony, regardless. If yeah. he just keeps these stats up, like they lose one or two games, I still think he's in New York, sitting there, whether he wins it or not, TBD. But, the, right. I mean, he's just playing absolutely out of his mind. Yes, he is. Uh, back to what you were saying about yardage. I think Penix had three hundred over 350 yards and four touchdowns in the first half. Um, oh shoot <laughs> did not realize that yeah and then they literally tried to just like coast the second half and they still ended up as a team with over 700 yards of offense which did is he, did he play the stupid. second half i think he did a little bit a little uh, bit yeah i think their backup dylan morris that's what i'm seeing here came yep. in two four sixty three yards uh just absolutely like they were running the ball most of the second half and they rushed for 177 like they were just wait did you say two of four for sixty yards? <laughs> it's just like, yeah, this is backup. Yeah, yeah, I just yeah. thought just throwing yeah. bombs. Just really cool. <laughs> yeah, Easy. but the crazy thing too is is um, Michael Pennis Jr. didn't even record a rusher like a rushing stat at all. So like, you don't have he's to. Just comfortable in the pocket, like making this shit he look can easy. Run though, must be nice. He can't. Yeah, he can. Yeah, yeah for must sure. be nice. Yeah. God, yeah. <laughs> have a freaking pocket to sit in and let your star quarterback just shine. Speaking um, of. <laughs> Oh man! Speaking of having wait, a pocket sit in, 
Oh, I'm good. Go wait, ahead. wait, wait. I'm but I'm gonna ruin your transition because <laughs> the AP poll just came out. Have y'all seen it yet? It oh, just no. came out. As we're just came okay, out. Don't look, no. don't look, don't look, don't I'm look. Not, yet. I don't. Okay. All right, here we go. We My got a game going. My hands are here. So Washington, <laughs> Washington is doing. I'm a, I'm a preface this. Washington is doing what they're supposed to do. Yes, they haven't played super tough competition, but they're destroying everybody. We've seen some of these top teams that should be destroying, like Florida State struggle with Boston College. Texas didn't look too great against Wyoming. Blah blah blah. Where do you think Washington is ranked? Don't this tell April? me they dro- don't tell me they dropped them. They didn't drop them. I would say that they could they could push them over Penn State because Penn State dr- like drug through the Illinois game. Uh, well, I think Texas dropped to five, maybe, and Ohio State maybe jumped them. And yeah, I, I don't I don't see how you drop Penn State, but maybe sure. So I, yeah. I see they're either that seven or in the same spot. They're seven or eight. They're in the same spot. To me. That is criminal because they're one of the few teams. Yes, again, I get it. They haven't played a juggernaut of a team yet. But, dude, they have destroyed, like you're supposed to, everybody you're playing. And, like, uh, it just surprised me. Penn State, I mean, I we, they should be ahead of. Uh, you could even make an argument, they're, are, they, are they better than USC? Like, I'd put them ahead of Ohio State right that, now. That'd be a hell of a game. I really want to play They play better be. competition than Ohio State. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, I. To me, I'm 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 just surprised. I, I don't know. Maybe it's that bias. Uh, one of y'all were, I think, maybe JC, when you were going absolutely bananas about Oklahoma and their rankings starting the season. Uh, maybe it's just the 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 name. It doesn't carry them far enough. Washington. Um, it, it doesn't. That's or, the pro- see. That's the yeah. problem. Like, I, I just it doesn't make sense to me. I hate these rankings. Uh, well, we real quick time, before because we could we could talk about the rankings forever. Just at least give us the top four since they just dropped. Uh, sure. Yeah. So uh, Georgia's still at one. Michigan's still at two. Um, they bumped Texas up to three. They were four last week, and then they dropped Florida State from three to four. No, no, no. See, this is this is the BS, man. You can't it, right. You can't drop Florida State for winning a conference game by two points when Texas was about to lose the Wyoming and exactly. they scored two touchdowns in and the last Texas five minutes home. to win. And Texas, and Texas was at home. Was and Florida home. State had to go to Boston College, like. Or if you're gonna if you're gonna bump Texas up for a weak win against Wyoming at home, why would you not shoot Mich- uh, uh, Washington up for a gigantic, you know, dominating win away at Michigan State? This is what Which I'm is talking it? about. It just doesn't make sense. Yeah, to me. I mean Wyoming. Yeah. I know. I know they beat Texas Tech, but come on, it's Wyoming. Like it's right, and I, that's what I said. I I think I could see Washington getting bumped over Penn State, even though Penn State covering and stuff. It wasn't like a dominant looking win over Illinois. But I already know what people in the comments or people that are listening are thinking is like, well, the the bigger games for these teams are coming up. Then we'll make the adjustments and stuff. It's like, yeah, right. but come on, like, no, I would I wouldn't be mad at that. I wouldn't argue that either way. I I honestly, I would I would rather have Penn State or Washington above Ohio State, and I would pick Washington out of both of those teams. Yeah, but it's, I know it's not a it's not an every man vote. You know, it's it's yeah. uh, like you said, it's the powerhouse names. Exactly. And speaking of a powerhouse name, I know we're going to get to it in just a minute, but I'm curious about Bama because I still haven't looked at the top 25. Did they touch them at all? They were at 10. Mm, stand by. All right, we'll go to Notre Dame. Oh, yeah, they, we'll they dropped get... in at 13. Okay. Ooh. No, okay. no, that's fine. The Notre, all I was going to say about Notre Dame was Clint had just made a point about I wish my star quarterback could sit in the pocket and just throw the ball down the field. And that's <laughs> the few highlights I saw from the Notre Dame game. Uh, I kind of a slow start again. But Sam Hartman sitting back there throwing bombs. They look good. Um, so they ended up beating Central Michigan 41 
to 17. So yeah, let's get right into it. So Alabama dropping three spots, I don't think is surprising. To me, and I'm sure you guys feel the same way. If not, let me know. I twofold thinking here, I guess. I don't understand why you start Tyler Buckner versus South Florida. The only reason I could see you, I know at the, the very the first game they played, Saban said like, this is a quarterback competition and it's going to last more than one game. That's what he said. And I get that. Um, but what we touched on the group chat, I've said it many times, Jalen Milrow was not the reason they lost to Texas. Now, could he have done some things that maybe would have propelled them to win the game? Yes, but I think he also made some crazy good plays out there, made some very good throws, made some very good plays with his legs. I know he fumbled a snap once. I don't know if it was a bad snap or, or he just fumbled it and got out of there and made a big-time throw. So to, to just outright start somebody else to me is surprising. More surprising is the fact that two quarterbacks played, Buckner and then Ty Simpson, and Milrow doesn't even sniff the field at all. Like, dude, Buckner couldn't even throw, he couldn't even throw like a 10 yard comeback route throwing that dude's feet. Like, yeah, I saw at that. all. Which Ian, who's been on the pod before, which I think I said last week, said, this guy's not the guy at Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I'm repeating myself. Ty Simpson's a five star guy. Cool. I would rather give him, you know, some playing time, which they did, but. The fact that Milrow does not come in the game at all, and something had to have happened. Like, I don't know if he had an attitude about it. I just feel like for him not to sniff the field is crazy to me, especially how bad they play. He could have came in, gave him a spark with their legs or something. I feel like something else had to happen behind closed doors for him just maybe not to get the start, but to at least sniff the field at all, man. That was mind blowing to me, especially, you know, you beat South Florida 17 to 3. And I mean, it just. It, they could have easily lost that game. Wouldn't have surprised. I, and we talked about this before the game. Like you're you're gonna have to develop your quarterback. And instead of developing the guy that started the first two games, yeah, they lost to Texas. Texas is a good team. It's not the end of the world. Instead of developing him and let him get more reps, get more comfortable. Like you said, they go to Tyler Butner. Tyler Butner goes five for fourteen for thirty four yards. That is how his his QBR rating was fifteen point two. So for those at home, 50 is like average. 100 is perfect. Zero is you're the worst in the world. He had a 15.2 QBR that game. You're saying that's better than Milrow? So I don't know if it's like, I don't know if there's something going on like in the locker room. Like if there's Milrow's, I don't know. Like is there something outside of football that's keeping him from being on the field, at least, you know, during this game? Um, and then what do you do next week? So I think they have Ole Miss next week. So now what are you going to do? Are you going to go back to Moro after you just benched him a whole game? Are you going to go to Ty Simpson, who, who's a I'd super to- young dude? And I don't think you go back to Buckner. At least I wouldn't. Oh, no. Buckner's the last choice. Yeah. But this is the thing. So, like, okay, just go back to spring ball. You had spring and summer. Milrow proved he was a starter from spring and summer. Right. There's a reason why he beat out, right? There's a reason why. So now yeah. all of a sudden you lose to Texas, who is a very good team. And now it's just like, ah, no, we're done with you. Yeah. So again, I don't know if there's something like uh, something other than what we're seeing. Like maybe there's issues within, within the team itself. I, I don't know. Right. Uh, but that now work. if I'm Alabama, I'm starting to hit the panic button because based off what we just saw now, defensively, Alabama still looks good. But right. That uh, you're if you're going to sit there and do that the whole year, where all three quarterbacks are sitting on pins and needles because they, I, I mean, you lose to Texas, but it, like you said, it wasn't Milrose's fault. 
And you know where you're going to be benched for the entire next game? Uh, that's just uh, They that's might silly. be playing Oklahoma in the Meineke Car Care Bowl. Maybe eight-win Alabama team. <laughs> yeah. They keep this well, up. Well, that's what I was going to get. I don't know if I would 100% press the, the panic button on Bama yet because they still only have lost one game. It was a decently I'm, I'm it. close game Pressed. to Texas. Um, Will you press it when it, they lose the Ole Miss Saturday? It, no, that's what I was getting at is – if they put Jalen Milrow in, and I think if they do, they could they could beat Ole Miss. Um, if Milrow doesn't play, they don't beat Ole Miss, guaranteed. Not the way I'll get into Jackson Dart, the way he played. They don't win well, that Well, yeah. The way that Jackson Dart is playing right now, I would say, yeah, you, you scratch Buckner. But if you don't play Milrow, you play Ty Simpson. He is a five-star. I haven't We haven't seen a whole lot of him. He could come out of nowhere and be good. But it's going to be hard even for him to keep up with Jackson Dart. So, it's not looking good. If they lose that game, that's when I'd start to press the panic button because I'd be looking at Nick Saban like, what are you doing? Like, this is, you're supposed to be the greatest coach of all time. What are you seeing in practice? Or like, is, is there an injury you're not talking about? Because sometimes they don't disclose everything. Did, did Miro right. catch a, you know, a broken, you know, something in his foot, you know, like uh, Juice Wells got or whatever. Um, at the end of the, uh, the Texas game, we just don't know about it. Like, well, what's going on here? So, I don't want to panic on them just yet because I've been in that boat before. I want to see Bama lose four games a year, but they haven't done it yet. So that's when I Dude, would hit panic. I'm, I'm panicking. I, I might be a little <laughs> premature, but I'm definitely panicking. If this is how you're going to try to figure out your QB situation going into the Ole Miss game, I mean, that that was a bad look. And What was the stat? It was like this is the first time that they've uh, only they haven't beaten a non-conference opponent or something like that. Away since like 08 by like double digits or something, or by like a certain yeah. score. It was some kind of crazy stat, like sounds, that. <laughs> sounds about right. Yeah, I wish I had it in front of me, but yeah, like that's unbama like, and that's why I think people are panicking. But they still only had that one loss, and they've got five stars everywhere, so I, I wouldn't truly panic just yet. But I, I think it's it's almost the same situation as Georgia, they the, the gap in talent, um, is not what it was last year, or the year before with Alabama. It's just not, they don't have the same guys so right. yeah i'm not panicked yet but i'm telling you if milrow does not start and play the majority of the game they do not beat ole miss and yeah that's true and I, we're talking and about i, ole I miss feel here. that with like as much confidence as colorado covering beating nebraska by two touchdowns that's just right and this is ole miss they're not the best team in the west at least no, i don't think not. so i t- so uh, it, we'll get to that there's an i think there's a new best team in the west after yeah. what i saw saturday <laughs> okay Good. well Which, how about for Tennessee, is it panic time for them? So, you know what, man? You know what makes me mad? I've always prided myself on like trusting my gut. And I believe that I picked Tennessee to cover the spread, I believe. Even though, for the longest time, I have been saying that there's a reason Joe Milton transferred from Michigan. There's a reason Joe Milton got to Tennessee and lost the starting job to a guy we had not heard of. Not not heard of, but to a guy that transferred in for Virginia Tech. There's a reason why he sat behind Hendon Hooker. Um, I cool. Joe Milton, you can throw the ball 90 yards. I watched him throw a seven yard slant and it hit the dude in the foot. It looked like Cam Newton when he went to the Patriots with a shoulder injury. <laughs> the dude could not complete a pass. So I don't care if you can throw it 90 yards. That's good for you, man. Like like what is it? It's not helping their team. He made Graham Mertz look like Tim Tebow out there, dude. Like Milton didn't, but I'm just saying. Like Milton yeah. played good. Florida State, uh, like pretty much. They I don't know the stat. I don't have it in front of me, but I want to say that 
probably scored off every turnover they had. Points off turnovers, I feel like they were like 100% on. They capitalized. They were capitalizing on Penn and Tennessee deep. They were getting the ball at the 50-yard line, going to score. I mean, dude, I was kept looking up, and Florida was just in the red zone like every time I looked up. Just but there's a, a pick off Milton and then punching it in, ETN running the ball, Merch throwing darts. Like, tell you what, different Florida team from what I've been saying the last few weeks. I know Tennessee's not the same as last year, but man, you, I know they lost more guys, but you lose Hendon Hooker and Jalen Hyatt, Jalen Hyatt, which don't get me wrong, one of the best combo probably in football last year. But to drop off that bad versus this Florida team who has not looked good early in the season does not look good for Josh Heupel in Tennessee. And like I said, Joe Milton. He is who we thought he was. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, go go ahead, Jacob. But you you good man. Uh, yeah, I was just gonna say I, I I remember the Joe Milton that Clemson played in that Orange Bowl last year, and just he looked so good to me. I know he was kind of passing down the field and and to wide open guys because we had so many defensive breakdowns in that game. But it's just like I thought he was supposed to be the guy, and just. It's just falling apart on him because he said, and you know, before the game, like I'm a, I'm a dude, man. I don't lose in Florida, and then you go and do that. Mm. I just now we'll say I from the little bit of the game I saw, like it seems like there was some some home cooking with the refs a couple of times. There was like a referee kicked the ball or something like that, and they had to restart. It was it was like a little bit of home cooking, but like you can't like Tennessee should not be to lose by 13 like that. Uh, which the atmosphere there in Florida the swamp is always amazing, but you saw that when they all had the flashlights on, that atmosphere was insane. Um, but yeah, dude, Tennessee's got some some problems. Uh, and we talked about this coming into the game. Tennessee hadn't played anybody yet. Um, yep. And Florida's already played Utah. Yeah, they lost, but at least they've seen a decent team. Um, right. And Florida had a had a good game plan. They and they actually executed pretty well. They played kind of safe football. I mean, Mertz went nineteen of twenty four. 166 yards in a touchdown. I mean, not great, but that's for Graham Mertz. That's that's exactly what you yeah. want out of him. And um, they had the they the time of possession for Florida was especially in the first half. They had it 22 minutes, um, just in the first half alone. So they were able to control the game. They, they did exactly what they needed to do to beat Tennessee. And you know, now that we're looking at, we're talking about quarterbacks, especially throughout the SEC. You got Milton, who like. Like y'all said, he, JC, he is who we thought he was, man. He can make, in this game, he made some throws. You're like, that is a elite level throw. And then he would turn right around. You're like, did he throw it with his like non-dominant hand? It made no <laughs> sense. <laughs> so, it, so, and it, of course, you got Nico behind him. Now, I'm not saying Nico should be starting games from now, but moving forward in the season, the, the timeline for Nico starting to see more and more playing time might get shorter and shorter. If this is, you know, because Tennessee is just after the year they had last year, I guarantee this is unacceptable for them to be losing to Florida. A Florida team that's not like a great team. Right. Uh, so, yeah, that'll, that'll be interesting to see moving forward. Because uh, they had, I don't know if y'all saw the end of the fight, dude. They were absolutely throwing punches at each other. Like, oh, dude, straight squared up, bro. <laughs> yeah, they were fighting. It was a brawl. <laughs> that's awesome to see. Impressive. So, where did Tennessee, how far did they drop in the AP poll? Oh, that's oh, that's another thing I was gonna bring up because I was just peeking at this. So, Florida beats Tennessee. Tennessee. Tennessee's ranked twenty third. Florida's ranked twenty fifth. They're both two and one. Florida definitely has a tougher schedule. Wait, wait. They're so still ranked. Florida's still ranked behind Tennessee. Yeah, twenty five. I mean, I Tennessee know Tennessee was 11, So no, I know, I know, but it's still 
Like it just this doesn't make these, sense. These you know? preseason rankings yeah. because we ranked Tennessee so high preseason, not knowing what they were, especially when they lost. You know, they have a new, you know, not a new quarterback, but they got Milton back right. instead of uh, what's his face. And I always forget his freaking name. I don't know why. Uh, yeah, it, because he was right. They, Tennessee was ranked so high. Now this is like, well, we can only drop them so far. Tennessee hasn't played anybody up until this point. They lose to Florida pretty handedly. Florida has played at least Tennessee and Utah. Yeah, they lost to Utah, but they beat Tennessee. I, right. I get, I'm about to get I off. I mean, that, that goes back reason, to why but. I said we have nine nine winnable games. But you, it's funny you mentioned Nico. I, I know it's not the same. I'm being kind of facetious. But you have Nico, a five-star guy behind Joe Milton, who's getting paid millions of dollars from NIL. At what point <laughs> yeah. is this Is this like oh. the NFL where you're like, hey, man, we're paying this first-round draft pick a lot of money. We got to get him in the game. The booster's like, hey, man, we're giving this guy a lot of, I've given him a, oh, I don't know what he's driving, but G-Wagons and whatever, nice trucks. Yeah. That's hey, we true. need to play this guy. Like, you know, yeah. again, That's a good comp. It, it'll, yeah. it'll never it'll never come out, but like at some point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Milton, yeah I mean, I was point. looking at his stats. He's actually 81st in the nation in QBR at 49 and a half. That's just not going to cut it at Tennessee. Nope. No, you can't have, yeah, it, I'm not going to get into the quarterback rankings of the SEC we saw at the start of the year, but point proven. Oh, yeah. man. Oh, I, I can talk about that. By the way, Trevor Etienne, uh, 23 carries, 172 yards, seven and a half yards a, a carry. That's acting like his brother, family. man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, man. <clears throat> well, speaking of Utah, they took care of Damian Lillard's alma mater, 31 to 7. The only thing I want to speak on that game is Bryson Barnes didn't play at all. Nate Johnson got the start 13 to 21, 193 yards and a touchdown. Also ran for 71 yards and a touchdown. So obviously, Cam Rising, when he comes back, he's going to be the guy. But for Utah, you got to be happy that you got this guy um, behind him. I'm kind of glad Johnson got the finally got the nod because what he can do with his legs, man. They're they're a tough team, man. They're going to be interesting to watch too. Like I said, I will say when Rising comes back, he better not make any mistakes because there's going to be. I was just about to, to say, like, him. what do you if he's like rusty? How how long do you let that rust kind of wear off before you're I'm, like, uh oh? I'm always under like this like the <laughs> mindset of like he's the guy. He's got to get a chance to go start. But man, that leash is getting shorter, unfortunately. Yeah, for him. He hasn't yeah. get on the field yet. Right. Exactly. I mean, Nate Johnson got 16, 15, 16 carries in that game, too. So, like, I mean, I can't remember if Cam Rising, did he get that amount of carries, too? I think he ran well, the I mean, ball I don't, a lot. But. They definitely have design runs for Johnson now, whether some of those were just off the cuff. I don't know. Uh, I mean, I think Rising's athletic, but I don't think he's, I don't think he's running read options. I don't think stuff. he's getting 15 like carries that. a game. No, yeah. no shot. That's what I'm yeah, saying, I mean, man. And, that's something else you got a game plan for that you don't have to with some other guys. Right. <laughs> um, let's move on. Uh, Oregon beat Hawaii 55-10. to 10. No surprise there. And then 14 ranked LSU. 41 Mississippi State 14. I think this is the best team in the West. This, this, this game surprised me a lot because Will Rogers is a four-year starter at Mississippi State, at least if this not, isn't his fifth year. He can run the ball. He can throw the ball. Um, at Mississippi State, Cowboys going crazy. I really thought this was going to be a close game. I, I took Mississippi State in the points, the nine and a half point spread. And Jaden Daniels just goes off. I mean, I think he finished like 30 of 34, however many yards and touchdowns. And they were just a well-oiled machine, looked mm-hmm. dangerous. Like, yeah, I, I was just surprised. Tough environment, a, a, a noon kickoff. Like, this wouldn't have surprised me if Mississippi State made it a ball game, but... Oh man, he played lights out. Yeah, uh, going to the game. We're what is Mississippi State? Well, uh, it's it's not great. That that uh 
you know, the week two game where they had to go to overtime to beat Arizona. Right. We were like, is that, was that a fluke or is that, you know, a sign of what they are? And I think now we have to put a little more weight on that game because um, they just got absolutely smashed. Again, LSU, great team. Yeah, Jay Daniels. We, we talk about Heisman stuff. I mean, he, he just popped his name back into the into the hat. Um, 95.3 QBR. And again, any anything over 60 is a, is a really good performance. And this dude had a 95 rating for this game. So absolutely couldn't ask for that. That's a perfect game, essentially, for, yeah, for LSU and Jaden Daniels. Four incompletions. So. I don't know if you said that. that that's just wild. Right. Um, uh, yeah, I, I think this is working out perfectly for LSU. You lose, if you ever want to lose, you lose week one. That's how it's been even back when the BCS was here, especially back then. Um, and you lose to Florida who's looking good. And people just forget about you. And, you know, if you could just erase that second half of that game, like LSU is just, they're primed to make a hell of a run this year. They really are. Because Jaden Daniels is good, but this whole team is really good. Um, yep. yep. I just wanted to quickly mention in the Oregon game, because you just sped right past it. It was only against Hawaii. But that's what a lot of people say is it was only against Hawaii. That Hawaii offense was actually, they had, uh, I know they, they it's like USC, they played an extra game than a lot of people. But they had the uh, quarterback that was leading the nation in passing yards and a receiver that was like second in the nation in receiving yards. And Oregon's defense, that's the only thing I really want to touch on. We knew we knew who Bo Nix is, but that Oregon defense shut down that Hawaii defense or Hawaii offense pretty handily. Um, that's a good sign for Duck fans because that defense has always been the issue. The offense has not been. That's a good sign. I know I'm not, I'm not one, sold on the defense yet. Um We'll know next week when they play Colorado. <laughs> right, right. We'll, we'll find out soon. Listen, there's nothing you could say that's going to make me think Hawaii's good. So this is, I'm just, I'm not having <laughs> yeah. it. Okay. I'm not having that's, it. That's how I, that's, that's how I, that feel. wasn't for you. That was for the listeners. <laughs> okay. Hey, did, right, real quick. Enough. I guess, well, since we're on it, did you guys, you know how Oregon put 81 on Portland State? Yeah. And then Portland, Portland State, State around. scored like 91 points. Yeah. Well, I, I don't even know. How oh, it no, again. I missed that. No, I saw they that. were. I don't even know if that was the final score, but they had ninety-one on some team. Bro. Who were they playing? Mm. Uh, Jesus, somebody uh, uh, the softball to team North, from Stanford. That, that like North, I don't understand North Sycamore's fake team versus North American, <laughs> the Stallions, which is that was the first game of the year. Hey, is this some like in North America oh, that wants God. to play football this Saturday? Join in, and that's what it was. <laughs> just a bunch yeah. of random put dude. forty-two points up in the second quarter of that game. And zero in the fourth quarter. So they put up 91 and three quarters. Jesus. Oh, my God. All right. Oh, man. Well, see, Oregon's the best team in the country. If you're going to go off those, <laughs> those stats. Oh, man. Look, listen, guys. I was not joking. Missouri Stadium. It. It's haunted. There's something going on. I'm I don't know what it is. I'm, I'm telling you, dude. That was a good call. I, there's, a weird, there's a weird thing about that. And I, look, I didn't see the side angle, but that 61-yard kick looked good from 70. <laughs> I mean, he absolutely... <laughs> drilled that ball to win the game did you so not to not to hinder the win but did you see the flag no i I saw there was flags all over the field as there's like half the stadium was already on the field and i was like well no so they were trying to figure out so they kicked the field goal right and uh obviously they they stormed the field well the commentators like i thought we saw a flag and so off in the corner you see all the refs like huddled up talking about something and then they just leave the field. 
by that time, there's already like 2,000 people on the on the field. So, <laughs> yeah. but they they replay, and as the kick is being kicked and it's going up, you see a flag on one of the camera angles. It's thrown straight up, like one of those. They threw the flag for some reason, and then the entire stadium storms the field, and they're like, "Nah, now we're good. <laughs> we're just we're just gonna let that one." So slide. I mean, if you, if you thrown it that early, so that's either like. Who threw it? Do you remember? Like behind? Was no, it behind because the, the camera angle was like up looking at the goalpost, but you see it come right up. Like it was thrown. It wasn't like it fell out of the guy's pocket or right, something like that. Like, like it was thrown. Like a, like a lane kick. Like an off, like an offsides or like the guy was encroachment. Like that's, I mean, if you throw it that early, like normally like those, it's an actual like you saw penalty, something. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Right, right. Early on. Wow. And uh, yeah, did, by that point, the whole field that. is full of people and they were just like, you know what? You know, we've, we've earned our paycheck today. Let's, let's just get on out of here. Maybe how, <laughs> that's how the field's haunted, dude. The field just ate the flag. Like, yeah. in the world? I need dude, to go I, on Twitter and, and figure this out. But no, I do. <laughs> yeah. And I know you joked about it, which is probably part of the problem too, Jacob, is it's Carolina teams when I'm watching Missouri. But there is something about that field. I'm telling you, I don't know. I can't <laughs> put my finger on it. But yeah. Weird. If, I mean, obviously a big win for them. Cook played better than I think he has. And oh, did you see Drinkowitz where he came out and uh, the, the press conference after the game and he was calling mm-hmm. out the fans? Because I guess they they booed uh, Brady Cook to start the game. And uh, so Drinkowitz came out and was like, I'm, I'm pissed off. Like, you don't boo your own starting quarterback on <laughs> right, our home right. field to start right. the game. That's not how that works. Uh, right. Which I, he, I like. He, that says, like, that's, that's he says it like it is, man. I like him. Yeah. <clears throat> but yeah, good one. I will for say about Missouri, RE three and oh, they play Memphis and Vanderbilt next. So they could be five and oh going into the LSU game, which would help I'm LSU you, out. Man, they're, yeah. they're they're solid. They're weirdly solid. <laughs> like all the yeah. time. I don't understand it. Yep. Oh man. Oh <laughs> well, your boy DJ won again, twenty nine seven Oregon State beat San Diego State. I don't have much of that game. I didn't get to tune in or see any of that. Um do you, do you see any stats on him, Jacob, at all? I did not. Um, I This is kind of the DJ experience. I think he had, like, he threw for 284 yards, but he had two picks, 14 and 30. Um, only one touchdown. Like, you're <laughs> going to get good games from You're going to get, like, where did that kind of come from kind of games? Um, he still ran for another touchdown, so whatever. But, like, San Diego State's not a great team, so you would imagine the way the Oregon State's been playing that they would just turn around and, it's not out of this team, you know, like they've been doing before. Um, but this is the experience you get with DJ. He still wasn't terrible, but frustrating plays, frustrating decision making, I think, with those picks and stuff. So um, th- this team can still go very far with DJ. He's still a five star talent, but look, we can't. I'm tired of hearing he's a five star talent. Like, I am too, but he's like, not. Like, he's obviously, like, I don't know. He's fine. They're, they're winning. Good for him. <laughs> like, Period. I'm not making any excuses for him at all. You're 6'5", 240. You look like a grown man when you're 13. Like, figure it out. <laughs> figure, yeah. yeah. They had uh, almost oh. 200 yards of rushing, though, uh, as a team. So. That's what I'm saying. They, that, they've I been running the ball. To, he hasn't had to... Yeah. He hasn't even had to throw the ball, really. <clears throat> oh, Only man. scoring 26 points on 500-plus like, total yards? That's kind of crazy. Well, it's Oregon State for you, I guess. Oh, so... I know we touched on Ole Miss earlier <clears throat> playing Alabama next week. Ole Miss beat Georgia Tech 48 to 23. So I'll just I'll run down Jackson Dart's stats real quick. 10 of 18, 251 yards, a touchdown. He ran the ball 14 times, 136 yards, two touchdowns, and he had a 68 yard 
rush for a touchdown as well. QBR 91 and a half. Look, I, I know Clint touched on their uh, Georgia Tech's offense. I think holding them to 23 is pretty good. Um, outing for the defense. I didn't see the total yards that Georgia Tech put up. But man, Dart's looking good. And that's why I kind of like what I said about Alabama was that if Milroy doesn't play, like if they're going to get into another shootout, I don't think they have the ability to do that based on how the Texas game went. I wouldn't consider that a shootout, but Texas was throwing the ball down the field and making plays with their receivers. And if there's one thing Ole Miss can do, it's score points. So, <clears throat> Clay, I know I was kind of your panic button on Alabama not to take away from Ole Miss, but is this. How does this team look? Can can they compete with Alabama? I think they can, but LSU in the West to try to make a run? Can they compete? Yeah. I mean, we've seen LSU. I mean, obviously they were dominant this week, but we also see them when they're not. Um, right. I do think LSU, as we sit right here right now, is the best in the West. But uh, yeah, absolutely. If <clears throat> if that's the way uh, Jackson Darts could be playing, yeah, I, I could see. I can see them doing pretty well against LSU. Uh, I'm not saying they'll win, but um, yeah, like you said, Georgia Tech, they, I know that doesn't look like a great win on paper, like when you see oh, Georgia Tech, but we talked about it. They're, they're not the Georgia Tech of old. They they can score. They they had, uh, let's see here, Haynes King, 28 oh, to 41. Yeah, yeah. 307 <laughs> yards. Um, they rushed for 167, so uh, they had over 470 yards of offense and it gets a I say SEC team it's not like SEC is not that great this year so maybe I shouldn't use that but yeah I mean they're they're good uh so that's a that's a good win for um Ole Miss now they need to kind of they, they, they can score points but again we talk about you don't you want some something on defense and right. um if Jaden Daniels is gonna go off again it's going to be tough when they play them. Uh, Alabama, if they can get their their heads out of their ass and figure out what they're going to do with QB, that could be tough as well. Um, so, yeah, no, not, not taking anything away from it. It was a good win for them, and uh, it should be a good game next week. Yeah, very good win. I'm still impressed with Haynes King going to Georgia Tech, but it was still still a good win. Um, but Ole Miss really starts their schedule now. Like you talked about Bama, but then they turn around. Whatever happens there, turn around and play LSU. And then they have Arkansas, then at Auburn, and then eventually they have Georgia. So this team's about to get tested for real, for real. So mm. that's a gauntlet. But I'm just Jackson glad Dark, they, at least, really good. they at least have this in their schedule. Like To me, beating a Georgia Tech team by 25 <laughs> is more impressive than beating Ball State 45-3 to like any day of the week. Yeah, To me, just based on – I mean, I, I get it. I mean, Ole Miss is – I mean, if you look at Ole Miss's schedule so far, they beat a ranked Tulane team, which is a good team, finished ninth in the country last year. And that was without, I mean, I know that was without their quarterback, but Tulane's still a good team. And then to come in and, and beat Georgia Tech, I think it's just giving them confidence going forward. But man, that LSU Ole Miss game might be over under, might be at like 80. The yeah. way it's looking. Yeah. Like maybe. Dude, so uh, real quick, next week, Ole Miss, Alabama, all, all, or Alabama's at 13 now in the AP poll. If Ole Miss wins that, could you imagine? Could you picture Alabama ranked in the twenties? Yeah, crazy. Wait, what's, what's Ole Miss sitting at? Are they still at? So they were at they're, they're at they're at fifteen right now. All right, so they beat Alabama there. I would at least ten. I would maybe nine, depending on that's that's wild to say we're going to have Notre a 15, Dame, 13 Ole Notre Miss, Dame. yeah, Bama game. Yeah, wow. I wouldn't surprise you, man. And then you're talking about. Now we start hearing Lane Kiffin talk about him getting in the playoff and stuff. Man, things are going to get wild in college football. going to get weird, yeah. <laughs> yeah, weird's probably more, more like it. Yeah. Oh, man. 
Hey, well, let's move on to, uh, man, game day was here. Every freaking rock star rapper, literally, they do a UFC-style walkout with Lil Wayne. I mean, I've never seen this before in college football. It's kind of crazy. Colorado taking on Colorado State, and they went in double overtime. I just want to ask both of you real quick. Clint, I'll go to you. When's the last time? What I know you're in a different time zone right now, so not quite the same. When's the last time you stayed up for any West Coast game at all? And I guarantee you this is the first time I've ever stayed up for a Colorado-Colorado State game in my entire life. Bro, not only that, this is the first time I'm even, I'm even watching Colorado, let alone staying up to watch them. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, that's true. That's true. But, Dude, yeah, it's been. I mean, I probably did it last year, like towards the end of the season, just see how the like college football playoffs is gonna, you know, play out. You know, but right, before right. the last games. But uh, yeah, no, yeah, it's been it's been a good long while, and it definitely wasn't for a Colorado Buffalo game. So, right, Jacob, I know you're big on Washington now. You probably stayed up a lot last year. Actually, I don't no. want to know what you did late at night watching Penix Jr. But anyway, you probably watched a lot of West Coast games. <laughs> I'm sure. not particularly no, but I'll say like I was genuinely surprised as when you know Colorado State played this well. I knew Colorado would play this well and maybe put up 30, 40 points, but um, Colorado State kind of came out there in the first quarter, I think, or first half. Yeah, it was fourteen right. points in the first quarter, and then they were at, up twenty-one to fourteen at half. Um, that was kind of a big surprise. I I didn't know the first thing about Colorado State, so um, but yeah, I then, mean, you're talking about the. The energy at the stadium, the people that they had there for the pregame, all the game days. I think sixty minutes was there is what I saw. As they well. were, yeah. Sixty minutes like, was there, dude. The sidelines were 60. packed. Like they, dude, they, yeah, yeah, I saw I like said. a graphic. It was like all the shows that were there this minutes? weekend. Yeah. National Geographic was there. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. We're not even here for the mountains. We're here for the college yeah. football team. Yeah. Oh, yeah that's man. wild, dude. So I so I gotta tell y'all what happened last night. So obviously, like I go I go to watch a game. I ended up putting get my computer i jump in bed it's like it's like midnight the game's still going on right mm. so colorado you know they go 98 yards um to go get within two get the two-point conversion i start sending text out oh my god colorado like i sent it to you guys I sent it to my, mm. my other buddy that that lives in colorado i'm like i can't believe they just came back right no joke i wake up my computer's on it's 4 a.m and i'm i literally say to myself did I watch the game? Like, who won the game? I did not know who won the game. I had to sit there and be like, I didn't even watch one second of overtime. I fell asleep. Like, I'm like, how oh do I God. fall asleep? I just sent all these texts out. I'm watching the game and I wake up and I'm like, no, I definitely saw it. I just, right? I just don't remember. No, Dude, never some, saw it, bro. That's some sociopath type stuff. <laughs> the best like, part of the game, you're just like, I'm a nap. That's what I'm going to do. No, dude, for three what hours, time, four what hours. What time was it for you, Clint, whenever this was going on? Dude, I was up and at work, and the game was still going on. Yeah, that that's amazing. <laughs> Dude, it was weird. Uh, one of my buddies, while we were on the on the boat, he was telling me. But uh, yeah, the, yeah. So I I didn't see any text from anybody. So like, I was like, oh, so Colorado must have won. I didn't see any, like, but yeah, I did not know, dude. <laughs> well, and I don't want to. This was Colorado State, first off. Okay, facts. And and they 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 stormed the field for Colorado State. Now I get it. This is an amazing year, not just for Colorado football but for for college football like this we're what we're seeing now hasn't been done before it's amazing but i have the feeling that the chickens are going to come home to roost like at some point if they don't find some sort right. of defense it's it's and i don't think it's going to be like a end all like okay they're terrible type thing but 
dude, my phone was blowing up every five minutes with some like either ESPN, Bleacher Report, CBS, and it was uh, updates about the Colorado game so much so I felt like the next one I was going to get was like Colorado is second and 14 right now. Like just giving me like play by play updates of the game. <laughs> it was so <laughs> ridiculous. Uh, so uh, obviously the way they came back and won that, that, you know, like Deion says, they got, they got some dogs in that team. They got some fight, some maybe not some great news considering, yeah, you won, but uh, their boy um, Travis Hunter, I think Dion came out and said he might, he might be missing the next couple of games. Um, he took that cheap shot. I don't know if y'all saw that. Hey, I say, yeah, I say I, I, cheap I, I, shot, but he got oh, he got popped. I have a question. I have a question about that. <clears throat> yeah, what's up? The ball la- the ball lands in front of that dude. He saw the ball land, and then he hits him. We've seen people get ejected for targeting for less than that. Like, I'm mm-hmm. not I'm not saying that that play like you just got 15 yards. You know, he gets if he gets another personal foul, he's out. I'm not really asking for him to be ejected on that, even though it was dirty. But considering that people get kicked out for a lot less in that moment, it wouldn't have like bothered me if they just came out you know it, especially yeah. too because that game was already chippy like it was chippy before the game even Whoa. started they were meeting each other on the field and Dude, then so you have a play chippy, like that man. like i feel like you have to do something before somebody just is going to straight up just every play mauled. yeah every time they get up they would hit them or push them or something like every yeah. play dude it was getting yeah. crazy yeah was that coming more just, from the colorado state that was initiating it or what that's how i don't it was i don't know I actually didn't see. I saw the video this morning, actually pregame, where both teams were going at it because you know they're warming up at yeah. the field. Both right. teams were going at. Of course, all the cameras are on Colorado because it's on Sanders and Travis Hunter talking. I, I'm sure Colorado State's talking too. I mean, they did kind of start this nonsense that didn't need to be started. I'm saying that um, because like the head coach of Colorado State kind of started all this to begin with. Well, that's, like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Out. Yeah, yeah. That's what. I'm, but of course, the cameras are all going to be on Colorado because they have the main people. So like that's what you see. But yeah, yeah, yeah he's the one that. He should have just kept his mouth shut. That's what I'm saying. Like, like Clint he, said, it's Colorado State. They've been worse than Colorado has, which is saying a lot. <laughs> right. And you don't want to, you know, really try to think this, but like the way that coach is thinking, you wonder if before the game, he's like, all right, boys, take your shots. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're here. Let's make a name for ourselves. Like, yeah, well, I'm really kind of curious. Came, they did. They came out and tried to get under their skin. And that's what I'm saying. Play a little yeah, dirty. They got, they got Oregon next week. Yeah, that we're about to know what Colorado is. I mean, it sucks not having Travis Hunter, especially right now. This is the point in the season they really need right. him, um, mm. at Oregon and USC the following week. So yeah, that does suck. It man, if he does, that is gonna kind of make me mad if he doesn't play, just because it would, it would kinda actually. Help. I don't know. I have to look up. I don't know what his injury is. Um, he was he was like holding his like abdomen though, so it's kind of like yeah. So I thought not, he just got gutted, like he just had the right. wind knocked out of him or something. But apparently, it's more than that. He he came back in <laughs> though for a second. On like the next defensive series, he was in the game, and then he got, and then he went out. That's because he's a dog. Came back in. That's literally D on your jersey. Yeah. That's right. Yep. Dog. <laughs> All right, we'll move on for that because it's been plenty of talk over the past weekend. Oklahoma wins sixty-six to sixteen over Tulsa. Why'd you shake your head? Because it's Tulsa. Like, good. They were supposed to do that. Okay. I'm sure okay, they but... moved him up. Did they move him up? Did they move him up a spot? My Stand dad by. is sixty, about to be sixty-seven years old, I think, and he said the same thing. Yes, Tulsa. Are you sixty-seven years old? Or are you going to acknowledge the sixty-six point? Ooh, I acknowledged it. I said they won. That's a valid question, there, Jacob. But you're like, ah, but Tulsa, man, like, are you, you get off my matter. lawn type it's stuff. It's Tulsa. Yeah. If you 
sure, 60 points is impressive. Like, okay, but like, is is Oregon putting 81 on Portland State make you think that they're the best team in the country? No, I don't think so. It's the defense over Hawaii. That's why you think they're the best team in the country. <laughs> no, it wasn't the other two games. No, Oregon but played. no, no, no. I know. I think Oregon's a good team. Oklahoma's, <laughs> Oklahoma's a good team. They're not a top 10 team, though. That's obvious. They, they, they have they now. Get, they they spot. They bumped them up uh, four spots, I think. Three. Uh, math. They were 19th last uh, week. They're 16th now. Wow. Just behind Ole Miss and in front of North Carolina. Well, I will say. If South Carolina had Oklahoma schedule to start the year, we would also be 3-0. and Probably right. We would be scoring 60, ranked. 70 points a game, though. Well, hell, actually, we might. For Tulsa, maybe. Balling. Yeah. 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 I, definitely I hope like... we play Oklahoma in a bowl game. God, that would be phenomenal. <laughs> that would be perfect. That would be the greatest. Spencer would absolutely yeah. go off on them. Well, Oklahoma's doing uh, their part. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, Mr. We Beat the Owls. <laughs> oh man uh north carolina took care of business at home against minnesota 31 to 13 kind of no surprise there um the spread was only what like i think it was like 10 point spread right it wasn't anything crazy uh seven um, and a half for north carolina. seven and a half yeah that, I, I was i think we were kind of at least i was last week i think y'all probably on the same page too kind of all over that thinking mm. they'd handle that um uh duke beat northwestern 38 to 14 riley leonard man Running the ball, throwing the ball. He had a great day. Uh, again, it's Northwestern. They've had a bunch of problems over the offseason. Um, right. They don't have their head coach. So that's not surprising. Dukes, hey, I will say it, it's good that they're still getting it done, right? They started off hot. Like, at least, you know, don't fall off. Keep, keep the momentum going. So I'm excited what, they, what they're going to do later on the season, getting into conference play starting next week. Yeah, I'll give you that one. It is just Northwestern because that is a terrible program. Um, but I'm just so excited Tulsa's for this Duke-North Carolina game. I know we're still like a few months away, but like, dang, I really kind of want that game to get here. That's going to be a hell of a game. And you're not talking basketball, right? Which is, cra- which is crazy. Okay. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. Oh man, <clears throat> there another Colorado team did play. If you guys were wondering, Northern <laughs> Colorado played Washington State. They lost sixty-four to twenty-one, though. Um, no surprise there. Uh, <laughs> and then UCLA played North Carolina Central. That UCLA won fifty nine to seven, and then probably the game of the weekend, at least the one that had the most um, on the line as far as a employment standpoint goes. Iowa played Western Michigan. Iowa was twenty eight point favorites. The over under was at what forty? I think <laughs> some some ridiculous thing. Yeah, yeah. The, the the math doesn't quite check out. Forty two. Um, Okay, when I was looking, they were only up by like a little bit, and I was like, "Oh man, they they might score 30. And then I didn't keep track of it. And then like the day went on, and I was like, "Oh shoot, what did Iowa do?" And then they had forty one. They yeah. won forty one to ten. I did the math. To my surprise, they're now averaging twenty eight point three points a game. Did so, I do the math too? Uh, I have right here one. <laughs> so not only is the is I the didn't. coach the coach is still employed, the harassment continues, and Iowa's still ranked. I love it. I love how y'all Chaos. taking that and just gone with it. I, the little twerks about this uh, podcast is just hilarious. The Phoenix Look, thing. We're, and this, we're, we're this. thorough. We're all about the details here. We're not going to leave you guys out from the storylines. <laughs> I guarantee they heard my take on the preview episode of this week where I was just absolutely dogging their team offensively. And they go out and they cut. What, I don't know what the over under was, but I feel like they covered the over under by themselves. Um, right. Oh, right they, they, I think they did. Yeah, Almost. They, yeah. Good Dude, call. Yeah. They, they haven't scored. I, I had to look it up. They haven't scored 
uh, 41, like over 40 points since like October 2021. So, uh, oh, really? I thought you, I thought you I thought you were gonna go wait. I thought it was gonna be like 2016. That no, no, surprises no. me. That's wild. No, but but boys, like, we'll figures. see. We'll see if Iowa can do it because they got at Penn State next week. I don't think they're gonna score over 20. They're not gonna game. score 35 the rest of the year versus conference play. No, guaranteed. <laughs> okay. No, no way. But, no, they're gonna have enough. Like, it, like they got Northwestern. They run it up on them. They got Purdue, which is falling back this year. They got Michigan State. Like, they could actually do this. They already got three of the seven needed wins to keep the kid around. Like actually, shoot. actually, you're right, dude. They uh, they might. Now that you gave me those three, teams. they got Rutgers, they Illinois, score, Nebraska. They they're going 40. to. Oh, they're definitely beating Nebraska. They uh, they won't they won't score they won't score 25 on Nebraska. Nebraska's got a good defense. That'll be a 17-10 Iowa win. I think <laughs> it could could be. I got to get some Big Ten gear at this point. <laughs> you gonna you can definitely gonna get an Iowa jersey. After that interview from uh, McNamara, you need that. No, I can't. Yeah, that's that's good. That's what we should do. Next year, we should all pick our favorite team from, like, I have a favorite team from each of the other conferences. You have not And then we just talk even more shit to each other about teams Uh, we don't really care about. about the shit talk, dude. Jacob gets a Washington jersey, Penix Jr. Um... What's my favorite team? And it's not Oklahoma. What is it? Oregon State? <laughs> <I'd>... <laughs> Hell no, bro. In what conference? Or are you talking about I overall? Know. I don't know, like, dude. You can do one from each conference. There's who only going to be like three conferences. Do, I feel like I only... Here. I haven't talked to anybody up really. I think everyone's just like annoying me and I have to talk him down. Honestly. Um, man, that's tough. I don't even know. I need some more time. Got to figure <laughs> this out. I'll probably just I'll probably wear Duke Duke jersey just because they beat Clemson. They got the best basketball program in the United States. So Kansas, I like Kansas. Very I like Kansas quarterback. They wore some pretty cool jerseys last weekend. Real quick, so I want that Georgia Tech game was bothering me because I thought I thought I had a like a, a diamond in the rough read on that game, and I thought I was going to be able to cover that. So I looked. I was like. How how did the end of that game look, dude? Oh wait, what, what was the spread real quick before you get into it? It was eighteen and a half, and Ooh. so I forget the exact score, but Georgia Tech was losing by eighteen in late in the fourth quarter. I was like, oh, I might have this, and it was like way late, like time was running out in the quarter, and Ole Miss scores on a thirty-six yard rush with forty-nine seconds left <laughs> to blow up. My Georgia Tech cover. I was like, "Are you serious, man? That's a, that's a bad beat right there." Yes, at least is. you didn't have money on it. That no, no, I didn't. There's some oh, some good games next week, boys. There is. Looking there at is. All right, we got one more game to cover. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. And, uh, oh, I thought you were all gonna forget about it. No, how can I forget about it, man? Um, Clemson played Florida Atlantic University. They're down there somewhere in Florida. This is Lane Kiffin's uh, old stomping grounds. Coach there for couple years uh i mean you guys handle business 48 to 14 it wasn't a charleston southern outing like last week i didn't see you guys start off early with a pick six a, a, a pretty difficult pick six i mean that was a, a a hell of a jump on the ball and then to to get through there on the sideline and score a touchdown that looked pretty good um I, I didn't really get to watch any of this game um there were some other bigger games going on at the time i think i had it on like i said one of the grids but, but jacob i mean was this one of those things that just Klubnik was comfortable and 
they made it easy. Were there any points that that you guys struggled? Like I said, I didn't get to really tune into a lot of this one. Um, it, no, we didn't necessarily struggle. I think the one place we struggled was running the ball with Shipley. Um, but Phil Moffa kind of came in and took that. Um, this was really more the the defense just played lights out this whole game. I, they scored fourteen points at the very end of the game. Had like our third string guys in there. Um, but seeing the play from our corners, like you said, talked about that interception. Nate Wiggins, he jumped that that pass beautifully. Um, and, and I appreciate you saying that this isn't like just, you know, Charleston Southern or something, because this is FAU. Let me not say it like that, because y'all eat me alive. No, 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 no. They're, they're, it's not like, I, right, well, right. I, mean, I mean, you guys didn't play like CSU, but yeah, no, this is definitely a way better program than. Yeah, we, than we, CSU. we talked up Furman, so you could talk up FAU. There you go. Well, um, Tom Herman, Herman actually, to Ron there, is actually the coach. And you remember, he was oh, the he? old Texas coach. Yeah, this is his first I did year there. Not, I did not realize he was the coach. No, this is where the coach goes to get the second chance, FAU, now since Lane Kiffin brought him up. Because mm-hmm. uh, after Lane Kiffin left, they they brought in um, Willie Taggart from FSU and gave him two years. They got rid of him. Now it's got Tom Herman. And actually, the, the quarterback was Casey Thompson, who played at Texas. He's followed Herman over here. Um, so when I saw that at the beginning of the game, I was like, oh, I, well, first of all, I didn't do enough research. But second of all, like, wow, um, this may actually be a, you know, a, a slight kind of a, a test for our defense. And then turned right around and we just picked him off. And he unfortunately got hurt, too. So they had to put Daniel Richardson in. Um, but, yeah, this this was more of like the stout. Our defense, we knew they were good. They proved it. And then the offense was, was pretty steady. Didn't make any mistakes. Um, ran the ball hard. Um, Club Nick threw the first touchdown he threw was a dime right over top uh, to uh, I think a first year a redshirt freshman Tyler Brown. Yeah, he caught two passes today or two touchdowns um, for in that game. And seeing Jake Brennan Sewell, I want to see him like you texted in the group chat, JC, about using him in the red zone. I mean, he's a six seven dude. I want to see him get some more usage. Um, this was this was good all a good team win all the way around um, for sure. Was was this was this win like? Clemson just being ready to play, or is the fact that Mark Wahlberg was in town all weekend working out with Clemson players? Yeah, apparently his daughter goes to Clemson, so he was like everywhere there. He was working out with the guys in the locker room. He gave a little pregame speech to the players. I'm a Marky Mark fan. I think this is the reason you guys put 48 and decided not to just shit the bed early on in the game. So I don't know if he's going to be there going forward, but <laughs> keep him I, for for y'all's sake, I would. Um, but that's just me. That's just my take. Yeah, yeah, we'll try to keep keep him around. I didn't know his daughter was going there. That's kind of cool. Um, there, there's a reason to keep keep bringing him back. Then, you know, give the daughter free tickets, and you get free time. I mean, Mark Wahlberg you get get free tickets anyway. But I mean, he shit, can, he keep him around, to, dude, to buy the stadium. No, you're right. Like, yeah, we jumped off to such a quick start, and that's what we've been missing the first two games. We did not start the first two games well at all, and that pick six is what kind of ignited it um, to begin with. But yeah, that that was the most encouraging thing. Like you said getting off to a, a hot start. So. I know this isn't prediction week, but Clemson, are, uh, Clemson, Clint, are you a Clemson believer or they, they still haven't showed you anything yet? I'm just curious. Uh, what, is, what does a believer mean? Like that they're going to win a national championship? No. You define uh, it. You define but, it. Uh, I mean, are they going to, I mean, like you said, we'll get to the predictions, but they play Florida State. They got some games coming up, conference play, um, Notre Dame coming up. Like, are they, are they a conference? I think they're still a conference contender, conference champion. Put it this contender. way: like I'm closer, obviously, to hitting the panic button, panic button on Alabama than I am Clemson. I thought you already hit it. I thought you already. That's hit. what I'm saying. That's okay. It's been I hit. definitely. <laughs> I'm not on. Yeah. Okay. I'm not hitting the panic button on Clemson yet. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not there yet either. 
I, I'm also surprised they're not ranked, man. That's your only losses is to a good Duke team. I mean, and which we still put up close to 500 total yards in that game. Somehow, seven yeah. points. Yeah, seven um, points. Seven points. So I'm yeah, surprised. That's seven more yeah, than the yards, you're right? But pretty dominating win this past week. I'm surprised. So I just saw the line. This is this is another reason why. Like, why are y'all not ranked? Because uh, y'all play Florida State next week, right? Are yep. they favored? Clemson's favored. Guess what the line is. They're not favored, but guess oh, what? Because I, I saw some like random, I don't think it was a full article, but I saw like a headline somewhere and it was like ESPN put them ahead of Florida State in some crazy ranking and they might be favored. So I'm like, there's no shot they open up as favored. But I'm going to go three and a half Florida State. What you got, Jake? One and a half at it's last one. week. It's one. Really? It's one. So they're saying so it's you, a toss up. You have an unranked Clemson team against the apparently number three ranked team in the nation. So, in the, in the, I get it. It's because it's is at this Clemson, just right? Because of Boston College, is that the only reason? Because how many people are saying Florida State's the best team in the country after beating LSU? Like, I'm so confused on this. I don't know, man. I'm so, so that's what I'm saying. Nothing makes sense. Did Clemson get pushed <laughs> in the top 25 to make this a ranked matchup? With no, the that's what I, I was saying. They're not ranked. No, because they're still, still not. 25. I know. Yeah, I you were talking about we're still oh, not. No, no, no. Yo, you're still not. That's why I'm saying. Wow. This. I was surprised. I mean, a ten point a ten point loss to Georgia is more impressive than a forty eight to whatever beating of Florida Atlantic. I mean, yeah, especially going <laughs> to kidding. Georgia. No, I'm kidding. I, no, you're I'm right. I'm win's, <laughs> you're right win's better. I'm, I'm joking. I win is better. But I mean, the eye <laughs> test, and that's what we talk about so much with this college football playoff is. The Florida State Clemson game is going to be a close game. It's not what it once was when everybody thought that you know they Florida State completely trashed LSU in that first week in the second half only, and like it's going to be like ACC is just dominated by Florida State. That's not the case. I test is right. Clemson is still here, so I, I that's why I said one, especially at that Boston College game. Like you're like dude, this freaking Clemson dude, shut the hell up. No, I, I I don't think I don't think they can jump y'all in the rankings for beating Florida Atlantic. I just don't think y'all should have been dropped from them totally in the beginning. Right. Like, I don't I, think yeah. which is kinda like you're now stuck. It's like, oh, we can't jump them in there because of these other and teams, but the y'all should just y'all should have been sitting at twenty five. You still won the game, just stay at twenty five until Yeah. I need to see that top twenty five ranking because like I wonder who's twenty fifth, like twentieth through twenty fifth. Twenty fifth is Tennessee. Here, I look at him. And twenty third is uh no no no. Twenty fifth is Florida, he said, and Tennessee was twenty three. They're still ranked that no flip flop, right? No, that's it. No, Florida's twenty fifth. Tennessee's twenty third. That's it. Tennessee was still yeah. ahead of them. I'll get it. I'll figure it out. Yep. But we'll see. We'll, I mean, we'll get I'm in all that. Lie, uh, I'm hammering Florida State. If, if it's just a one, if it's a, it's a pick 'em game essentially, it's a one point spread, dude. I'm I'm hammering Florida State. I don't know why. Again, I do these things where I'm like so sure of something. If it was, and I if it was more like three and a half, I'd be like, ooh. But I think again, we'll get into it this week when we when we run out our predictions. But yeah, that Sorry, that's gonna I be just, an interesting one to. No, I'm with excited. you, man, because I'm like ready to get into it too. Now that now that these lines are already coming out, so right, man, definitely up, definitely something we'll, yeah, we'll touch up on. Um, you boys got anything else? I mean. Like I said, every weekend's getting crazier. The games are only getting bigger. Um, I'm not sure where game day is going to be at this weekend, but I think they got a, a plethora of games to choose from. Um, Florida State, Clemson, Carolina's got a home game, night game, playing Mississippi State. Um, Colorado, Oregon plays. Colorado, Oregon. So, I mean, there's a bunch of games, yeah. Huge <clears throat> games this weekend. So. No, yeah, we'll, I, don't, we'll I, I don't have anything else. Um, I, 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 Will I be home next? Oh, I will be. Yes, thank God. Yeah. Okay, so You'll I'll be in the same freaking time zone as y'all, Hell and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. for for a pretty good week of football, hopefully. So yeah, I'm excited. 
Oh yeah. Should be. All right. Well, appreciate you guys listening. Um, like, subscribe, follow all that, all that good stuff. We're on Instagram from the stands brands where all our links are at, um, on Instagram, uh, Spotify, Apple podcast. And then we put clips out on Instagram and TikTok as well. Uh, appreciate you guys listening. We'll catch you guys later on this week. See you boys. See you. See you, man.